Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to Fertile Love of Paul McGrath Podcast. As we look forward to the return of European football to Villa Park Petty, happening on Thursday night, 8 p.m. And I've been here scratching my head trying to remember when the team sheet was announced uh, for the last game. I'm trying to figure out if it was an admin error uh, for the team sheet. Tantrum, but <laughs> I kind of stopped and I went, who cares? It's Villa Park. It's back. It, it, European football is back. And I'm delighted to chat about it. And do you know what? I'm even delighted to chat about it. I'm more delighted to chat about it, considering we've got a 5-0 cushion going into this one. This is going to be exciting, I think, Paddy. Well, I don't think it was an admin error. I think it was, I think it would just have to be in a little bit earlier for, for European football. The unfortunate thing is, due to work commitments, I won't be able to do a team sheet tantrum on Thursday. So you're, you're going to have to arrange that one yourself, unfortunately. Yeah, that's um, fine. Because I think I will be stuck, but uh, hopefully I will be in front of a TV if they're showing it anywhere. Because they're still in some dispute of whether people can actually watch the game. So we'll cross that bridge when we come to it on Thursday. I think it's nonsense. I think it's nonsense. The game won't be shown um, with all the red button options you have on all these various TV channels. Um, it's it's complete and utter shambles stuff uh, that they can't get this on. Plus the cameras um, are there anyway. <laughs> no, cameras that's... are there. Exactly, Paddy. The biggest problem I have with this is I can guarantee you here in Ireland, if I turn on BT Sport 3, I will be watching Vaduz versus whoever. You know, a complete nutting game. Mm. And yet, in the market of the UK and Ireland, um, it will potentially, and look, it will all be sorted out. It always gets sorted out. But it will be sorted out. It might even be on BBC iPlayer or something like that. But it will be, it will be on TV somewhere. But the fact that there's a dispute over it at the moment, 
makes no sense. It's not as if they didn't know this was going to happen a week ago. Yeah. You know, and, and look, um, you, you have to take everything with a pinch of salt with disputes and stuff like that because I understand completely where they're coming from that they're not going to release the footage of a live game until they sold as many tickets as they possibly can. Unfortunately, it's a harder sell having, having gone and beaten them 5-0 at Easter Road. So it's not going to sell out. Everyone knows that now because you're literally playing a dead rubber. And I think if we put out the under-18s, we're not going to lose this game. That's just my opinion. And that could be what they're doing. They're just playing hardball to see how many tickets get sold, and then they will show it somewhere, hopefully. Yeah, that's 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 likely what it is. They, they kind of did the same as this. Everybody knew it was going to be on BBC Scotland for the first, first leg. Yeah. Everybody knew. It just wasn't announced. And then the minute it was sold out, <laughs> the minute it was sold out, it was announced. It was sold out. Yeah, yeah, it was it was announced. It's going to be the same. Um, whereby we will find out probably tomorrow at some stage. BBC Scotland are carrying Hopefully. this, or BBC iPlayer will be carrying it somewhere in, in the hmm. iPlayer. Um, because uh, it's nonsense watched, if this isn't. I watched the nonsense. last the last round against the between Hibs and Luzerne on Hibs TV with uh, yeah. with American commentary. <laughs> So it was confusing me altogether. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And and it's uh, yeah, it's look, it will be sorted out and, and Villa and, and Hibs will be somewhere to watch tomorrow. I, I would be I would be blown away if we don't get news tomorrow that it's on some TV. Probably about tea time tomorrow. Uh, that, that it's going to be carried on, on, on some TV station. Um but anyway, uh less of that. It, we're we're going to be up against the managerless Hibs. It seems it doesn't like they're going to have yeah. an appointment in before tomorrow. And um, they're talking about lots of different names: Graham Arnold, Neil Lennon, obviously. Neil Lennon, you, you know the you know the phrase of "never go back." Neil Lennon never heard that phrase. He always <laughs> goes back, no matter what club it is. He always goes back to manager. Looks like he's potentially he's open anyway to becoming next Hibs manager. Um, but Lee Johnson won't be in the won't be in the dugout for them at Villa Park and. Uh, like it's going to be damage limitation for them. I think at uh, at Villa Park on on Thursday night, they had a run out against uh well not a run out on Saturday they played Livingston, um and uh, they played them at home and they were beaten three two. You know mm-hmm. they tried to rest players. They even took off David Marshall in that game. Their goalkeeper. Um, they went to the four three three set up in that game. Completely changed up the tactics. Livingston. Um, Livingston got a goal early on. Uh, the the uh, Martin Boyle got a goal back, and then two minutes later, then they, the Livingston scored again and scored uh, and scored two goals in quick oh. succession. Quick succession after that, and uh, writing on was on the wall for Hibs. They're they're not playing good football at the moment. They did have that that run against Luzerne. They've now got the Aston Villa, and you know it's just it's it's uh, as you said, Paddy. It's it, it it's got a dead rubber feel to it because it is. Five goals, they're not going to get five goals back. And when we come on, and we will speak about it in a moment, uh, about the team that I think Aston Villa are going to put out, there's going to be a lot of lot of change with Liverpool on the horizon for Villa because there's no need to play an awful lot of your big starters in this game. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll um well I did I did say last week that I, I hope they do and 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 everybody gets a run out and gets the play time together. And I think we saw the benefits of that at the weekend with with players like Bubakar Kamara, who I didn't feel was up to speed, was all of a sudden up to speed when we got to play Burnley and he was excellent. So that game stood to him last Thursday. Whether he needs it this week or not, another story altogether because obviously we got Liverpool 
ahead. So we're definitely not going to see Amy Martinez, regardless of whether he's fully fit or not. Um, you're you're not going to see um, you're not going to see certain players risked. I would imagine Ollie Watkins will be stood down for this one to have him ready for for the weekend, hmm. along, along with a few others. And and like we can pick and choose who they are, but. Uh, only the professor knows what's best for for who he has, but there's a huge long list of um, I think what's classed as a B list um, in UEFA that we've got we've got a load of kids on that list. So now is the time to play them, let them experience European football at Villa Park in case we need to call on them towards the back end of this uh, group stages. Hopefully, absolutely. Like I I, I fully I I expect nearly to see uh, Omari Kellyman start this game. I expect John Duran to be up top. I expect Robin Olsen in goals. Um, uh, Bertie Traore will be in there. Chambers will be in there somewhere. We'll probably need to see one of our centre-halves play in there. I don't think we're going to see Josh Feeney. Maybe we see mm-hmm. Carlos in there, get him another 90 minutes. Don't think he's going to be under a ton of pressure regardless. Um, <clears throat> left back? Call it. We've only Seb won. Seb Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think Seb Revan probably just sits, sits in there. Why not? Why not play him? You know, it's not like we're cup tying him if we are going to send him on loan to Northampton or whoever we usually send players on loan to. Um, you know, it's not like we're going to be cup tying him in Europe. So play him. He's our player. Play him. Um, in midfield, I expect to see Tielemans. Um, I think we might see maybe one or two of the starters in midfield. Um I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised to see to see Dougie Louise get a rest and it be Kamara and Tielemans just to see what they can yeah. do together, just to give them that that time together. I still think, I still think it would would, would be beneficial for uh, for Kamara to get maybe sixty minutes, and who knows if Den Donker is up to playing thirty minutes, get him out there. And he's uh, not back training yet, though, as far as we know, Paddy. Sure, apparently he trained on on Monday, so I don't know whether whether. He's he's at full tilt or not, but if he is, give him give him the uh, give him the thirty minutes uh, when we take Kamara off after sixty. Yeah. But I think it would be beneficial to 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 have the continuity of Kamara after after the weekend. I think he he needs it, and I mean that. I mean that. I think he needs that just that little bit of nurturing uh, to keep him up to speed and be ready for the weekend. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. Of all the midfielders, I, that's why I kind of paused. I think he's the guy that sets in there. I think it's crying shame that Timmy Boonham is is uh, is injured mm. and not available. Because I just love to see him in there with, beside the Tielemans, you know, beside somebody who's done it all. It'd be perfect for him to sit in there. I'm not saying he even needs to play as a six in there, you know. Uh, I don't think we even need a six in this game, to be honest with you. Like, with 5 nil up. Um it, uh, it's just a crying shame he's not he's not available. I think it'd be perfect for him. Um, like it'd be interesting now to see who's on the bench as well. Like we might even see Travis Patterson on the bench. We might see like Tommy O'Reilly's ripping it up at the moment. Um, I yeah. know we're not getting all the results we want at, at underage level, if you want to call it academy level. We've got some players playing some good football. Um, Tommy O'Reilly is 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 playing playing really really good football at the moment. Um, we might see somebody like Josh Feeney on the bench. Um, I'm trying to think of other players, uh, players there as well that we might see. But you know, there might be a couple of other names from our from our uh, our youth team in there. They're kind of a free hit uh, with regards to the the um, UEFA listings and stuff like that. Um, so it's it, it's in our interest to do that. Now we will, 
Unai Emery isn't going to go there and take the piss all together with, with, with squad rotation. Like he's the 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 substitutes bench will still have um some players that we were familiar with. Yeah, and, and as I see C Lionai says, I'd pop Rory Wilson on the bench. Yeah, I I probably would, but yeah, but like yeah, why not? But at the end of the day, Travis Patterson seems to be ahead of him. Um so well, he's a bit, he's a bit older, I think, as well, isn't he? Is he a bit older than him? I think Rory Wills because he's still only 17. Will that be right? 17, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just don't I don't think I don't think we'll see Roy Wilson there uh, just because I think Unai will just go with people that's they've trained with the team yeah over the course of the off season. Um and that's why Seb Revan jumps to mind because number one, because he's the only other left back at the club, really. Um <laughs> of 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 mature age of maturity, um, if you want to call it that way, uh, that's fit anyway. Um but I I'm really excited to see. I, I think Kelly Man starts. I think we could see a front three, Kelly on one side, Berkey on the other side, and Duran uh, uh, up top, um, and maybe some sort of a four-three-three. Then uh, I don't know who plays in the middle, middle uh, with um, Tielemans and um, uh, and and Kamara. If you say there, if we say that they're the guys who are going to play in there, um, but it's going to be interesting. That's why I think we could maybe see, we could maybe see McGinn from the start. You know, like McGinn doesn't run out of energy. Uh, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. that's probably why I'm thinking McGinn might be there from the start. Also, it's against Hibbs, cla- captain of the team of Villa Park. Maybe he gets the first 50 minutes, 60 minutes, and maybe a Tommy O'Reilly comes in, maybe a young player comes in then uh, and takes over. And, and McGinn plays kind of that further forward role. Um, I don't know, but uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the team team sheet is and the lineup is because, and we'll carry mm-hmm. the team sheet tantrum, as I say. I've originally, I've put it in, for 6.35 because I've tried I think it was like twenty an hour and 25 minutes before the kickoff the last time that the, that the team came out um, oh, but uh, keep an eye on now, now and 15 I think now and 15, 15 I think maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe it was yeah. Um, I think I think our our, our, uh, our previews are going to be kind of like this for most of the games in the group stages that we're going to exactly. we're going to see some changes and it's going to be very hard to predict Unless we get a really hard group where he's going to need to to have all guns blazing going out, and and don't get me wrong, I think we'll start off that way the first couple of games, but uh, it's it's very hard, very hard for a game like this to to even second guess what he'd do. But uh, as I said, sprinkling of magic and and uh, some of the gold dust who are there all along, and then uh, just the right amount of youth to come in and bring them on and let them experience nights like this is, can only be a good thing. Yeah. And like, Hibs, uh, Tim's just after reading my mind, Hibs might rotate like hell as well for this game. Like, what's what's the point in throwing out your full team there? No, they're not going well, to. Um, I, 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 think, I think it will be near enough what we played last week. And, and the reason good. the reason being is if, if, you, if you put a caretaker manager in there, the last thing he wants is to be remembered for playing the 16-year-old kids that lost 8-0 to, to Villa. So he's not going to want that, whoever that is. I, I just haven't been up to speed to see who stepped into that position. But uh, it's unlikely, even if they appoint a manager tonight or tomorrow, that that manager will be in the dugout because they don't want to start off a manager in this game either. So whoever that is will come in and oversee things up to the weekend and probably... Um, step into the fray then on Monday. So the caretaker manager, I would imagine, will be there 
up until the weekend. So, yeah, they're in a bad place. The bottom of the league, they've had a really, really bad start despite despite what they've done in this conference league. And I'm really not expecting anything from them. Just, you know, have nothing to nothing to suggest that they're going to offer anything in in the in uh, in attacking options against us. And regardless of who we put out, I think we we will have enough there to go and score a few goals. Hmm. Paddy, do you think that maybe you and I chose a, a spanner in the works and maybe start somebody like an Ollie Watkins to try and play him, his, himself into form? Um, hasn't scored Possibly. in the really yeah. obviously had his hat trick. You know, strikers want to score goals. Doesn't matter who the mm. opposition is. Like, uh, you know, a ruthless striker wants to score goals. Um, I mean, a, anybody who listened to my post match on, on Burnley will uh will know what I thought of him in the Burnley game. I thought he worked extremely hard. Uh, you know, I thought that save. I thought the the shot. There wasn't much more he could have done with the shot. Just the angle he was at goal, and James Trafford made a good save. Like he held on to it most of the time. He pammed those around the, around the the post. I think it looked worse because Trafford made such a good save. If that makes sense at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, look, you know, if he opens up his body there, he excuse that one wide. I I hundred percent. I think if you give it to even some of the best strikers in the world, they try and open it up on the right foot there. They skew that one wide. Um, at the far post, and then it looks awful altogether. So. I'd, just, I'd like to see him score goals, though. I'm not I'm not excusing him. Everybody knows I'm a big fan of Ollie Watkins. I'm not excusing his lack of goals at the moment. And I think we might see him start with, and maybe withdrawn at halftime. Maybe just an opportunity to get a couple of goals. But then again, if you don't have the guys who feed him the bullets on a regular basis behind him. You know, mm. you're only starting him for the sake of it then as well. So it's it, it's yeah. going to be something that we look to, I suppose, in the team sheet uh, to mm. see what the crack is. And I and to be honest, I'm torn because I really want to see John Duran start from the start. John Duran could go oh, yeah, and get, get a hat full of goals yeah. in this as well, you know. So yeah. and it's and really I, I think up the speed yeah. of English football or British football exactly. too. So he, he needs to be playing games as well when when we when 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 we decide to to stand down Ollie Watkins, I think it's important that he gets in there because yeah. at the at the moment he's our second choice striker. Obviously, we all think something else is going to happen before the weekend, and if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But John Duran at the moment is our second choice striker. If if this is an opportunity to give him game time, I'd be really surprised. Where where I won't be surprised is to see the changes, as in Chambers must play. Um, definitely, Yuri Tielemans must play. Uh, definitely Bertie must play. You know, these ones coming in that will potentially be back up on Sunday need to get game time under their belt. And that's they're, they're the changes I'd like to see made on, on Thursday evening. On that back four, Paddy, so if both of us have settled on the fact that Seb Revan is likely to start at left back. Yeah, um, I believe so. Who did we come down on is going to start at right back? Um, we didn't, did we? I- I, we, well, we, we didn't say it at all, but I, I, for me, I would have no problem with it being um, Chambers and playing the two first choice or two of the first choice uh, centre halves. They're not going to have. They're not going to have a bad. They're not going to have a, a rough time of it. It'll be a nice training match for them. So play Chambers right back. Play play two decent centre halves. That way, no mistakes are made. There's a bit of continuity with the with the passing the ball out from the back as well. So that would be that would be where I play Chambers and allow maybe maybe give Conza the break. Play Carlos and and Pau Torres and uh, give Cash and Conza the break and have them fit for the weekend. 
Yeah, because because you know my from my mindset as well. I think Kanzet isn't playing this game regardless. I think Chambers might be right right center half potentially. You know, he'd be right center half and they play cash right back. Um, but yeah, I thought it was just interesting. I think what you said there would be the situation. I think get Carlos time, get Paul Torres time, um, and uh, and play Chambers at right back, and then go with that three at the back like we saw against Burnley and push your. Kellyman's and your your uh, your Burton Shore is forward and uh, and push your your um your D, uh, Seb Evans and your your Kellyman's forward and play Bertrand up front alongside Duran and you know just go for it like you know I mm-hmm. think what what would what I would be disappointed in is no matter what team we go out with I want to still see the same patterns of play because what would really get the juices flowing for me now would be see replication amongst our second team, quote-unquote, for those who are watching, our second team, if we can replicate what we do with our first team, quote-unquote, having made all those changes, that's very exciting because plug-and-play becomes a, a potential then, you know, from players, and it means that, you know, that Unai Emery's coaching uh, and methodology is is really sinking into the, to the group as opposed to just the first eleven. And, and for for a team that has a, has look, I, I'm going to say it. We've got a more treadbare squad than a lot of other clubs. Hey, we're no we're no Chelsea. We're no Man City. We're no Man. We're no um, Arsenal. Even have a, a have a wealth of talent. You know, we're not at that level. We're, a lot of other teams around us. Spurs have a wealth of talent. West Ham have a wealth of talent. They can call upon. We have eighteen players that we can call upon senior players. I would I would go so far as to say outside of goalkeepers. So we need to have that plug and play opportunity. And that's what I'm really looking forward to seeing. Same attacking patterns, the same defensive patterns, and to see if it's become business as usual in how we play, regardless of who's out in the field. That's exciting because there is an element, I think, to Unai Emery's play of almost international football, as I've said before. It's methodologies, it's ideologies, it's it's uh, very much theological kind of football. And then when you go out in the field, if you if you know it inside out, and if you know what he wants, want what way he wants you to play, you should be able to replicate it, you no, know, regardless of who you are. That's why he's called the professor, and that's why he's got such good cup fo- football pedigree. Um, so I'm looking to see that uh, tomorrow. Now I'm not expecting it to be perfect, but I'm just looking to see signs of it because that's exciting. I think for 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 me as well. You keep you keep saying tomorrow, so just so people aren't confused, the game is on Thursday. Yeah, the game is on Thursday. <laughs> Sorry, the game is on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people watching this tomorrow, and anyway, people on on, on play actually watching. This Fair game. enough. Um. Yeah. Exactly, Paddy. Uh, I didn't get your views on the Burnley game. Now, usually, and and say, hey, 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 guys, we're learning. We're learning to stay on topic for the first 20 minutes as opposed to do the first 20 minutes off topic. And then people giving out to us wondering when we're going to speak about, about Hibs. Give me your, your, your view on Burnley. Uh, we didn't get to speak to you afterwards. Um, how did you find the game went for you? Pluses, minuses, refereeing situations? Go full <laughs> paddy on it. Oh, well, look, there's, no, there's, there's very little to, to complain about. Um, the one thing I hope we've learned and I hope how Torres has learned from... I don't mean to start on a negative, but you make a mistake at at this level, you're punished, regardless of whether it's Burnley or Liverpool. So that would be the one thing that's drummed into this team all week ahead ahead of the big game at the weekend. Um, obviously, I think we're going to get through this one at a canter on Thursday. So heading into the weekend is 
it's absolutely vital that we're not making errors like that. So if you if you're if you're if you're giving the ball to Darwin Nunes like that, or if you're you're coughing up possession to Salah, then then there's a there's a goal in the offering. So um it's just you know it's it's not going in on on him at all. It's just a learning process, and thankfully, it didn't cost us anything more than a clean sheet. What, what, what but, time are you? What 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 time? Or what? Uh, it was a further goal. What are you referring to? For the goal, in, for the goal. I just, oh, I just, right, I, okay, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but but look, we 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 played some amazing passages of play. We we scored probably. If if uh, if Man City had scored it, we would be looking at it on Sky Sports News all week. Mm. Um, that goal where nine players touched nine players touched the ball in nineteen passes, and the one thing I loved about it is I watched I watched uh, so, uh, somebody tag me in something on Twitter that the, the goal was replayed from behind the goal. So you watched the movement out of possession of all those players. Yeah, and one of the most influential players in the move didn't touch the ball, and that was Luca Dean. Luca Dean is out hogging the touchline, whereas all the passages of play, you can see the two guys on the wing are just anticipating this is eventually going to go to to Luca Dean, and it just said to me, do you know what? We we in the last couple of games have created a fear of Luca Dean, so. If we can if we can bring that into a load of different places within our team, then we'll create a fear amongst the, even the big boys when they come to play us. So we'll get more respect with with when we're in possession. So I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed the performance. Um, brilliant goal from Diaby. Absolutely super goal from Diaby. Um, if you want if you want a, a referent, the referee should have come back and, and booked the player for pulling. pulling and on the other hand. He played a brilliant advantage, but should have come back and booked the player. Poor referee in there. Poor and good referee in there. Whatever way you want to look at it. Um, <laughs> but uh, for he didn't he didn't have a whole pile to do. He let a couple of ta- uh, fouls go that could have been yellow cards and have been yellow cards throughout the season so far. So for that reason, that would be my only uh, my only um, criticism of him. But uh, look, we're we're in a really really good place. Absolutely in a really really good place. Obviously, we've got that mountainous task of playing Liverpool at the weekend, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see. Number one, if we bring anybody else in, and number two, how he lines up to try and combat them at the weekend, because they had an absolutely incredible result against Newcastle playing with ten men. So it's going to be. It's going to be one hell of a of a task to go there and get something. But then again, we've got to believe that we'll be able to do it, and I'm sure the players do. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with a lot of what you, what you said there, Paddy. Um, you know, I you, you mentioned about the that that 19 pass goal. Let's not forget we had a 17 pass goal as well against Everton. You know, um, going back to the to the Twitter piece I put up about. Um, Una Emery's attacking build-up. It's that that's not that's by design. That's not by perseverance or by fluke. You need to have a lot of passes for people to get into positions. You need and once again, I go back to footballing ideology, I suppose, really, or whatever way you want to call it, uh, philosophy, whereby if we see the players buy into this tomorrow, then that's that's really exciting because you need to own the ball. We need to be more ball dominant. Una Emery spoke about it. At, at length last season 
He wants us to own the ball. He wants us to have possession. And we saw it towards the end of last season. This year, yes, I know we had we, Burnley had more possession than us at the weekend, but it's having possession at the right time. We've been able to manipulate teams around the field with that possession. And we're beginning yeah. to do that, which is really good. We didn't do it against Newcastle at all. And I think I, I think what, what happened was, look, you can call it the yes, the two teams we've played, the three teams we've played since then are vastly inferior to Newcastle. But at the end of the day, we didn't do what we did with these guys. We weren't patient enough on the ball. Um, and you can talk about high presses and everything. You, Burnley's high press was fine at the weekend. You know, it was as good. It, it, you, you'll see high presses like that all over the Premier League. You won't see too many of them better, though. Uh, so that whole that question mark was there against Everton. Against Burnley, we were well, we were we were well able to pass that ball around and, and get past that that, that that press that high press, which I I knew we would be because of the two midfielders yeah. that they had. So seventeen goal, uh, seventeen pass goal and a nineteen pass goal. Let's surpass it. Let's get it. So that means that we should be on for a twenty-one <laughs> pass goal against uh, against Liverpool at the weekend. And uh, I'd like to see match of the day. Not not sure that um, uh, then if that is the case. But uh, interesting, Paddy. Couple of transfers uh, we've been linked to it. Uh, I've done a piece on Clement Longley. Did it just before we came on here. I'm going to release it tomorrow. It'll be pre-recorded. Uh, just on my views on it. Um, do you expect much business to be done between now? Like I suppose. Not what you like to see done. Do you expect much business to be done between now and Friday? Close of business. Well, he doesn't. You know, we we can only judge. I I haven't stood studied his his previous windows, but we can only judge him on what he did in January, and he didn't panic. He he chose to trust what he had. I think he's a little bit shy of having a full squad, so I think he needs to to top it up. I think a lot will depend on whether Coutinho goes out the door, and um, that could be done. Tomorrow, if it's not done tomorrow, it probably won't be done at all. Um, well, won't be done before the transfer window, say. I know we can go to Qatar or Saudi Arabia in, well into September, so their transfer window stays open. But that, we that, obviously, That's why I think it will be done, and I think we'll bring his replacement. That's why I say this This needs to be done tomorrow if it's going to be done, because it, it, it's just for, for financial fair play, we can't hope that he will go after the transfer window closes and bring in replacements before it. So I hope it's done tomorrow if it's going to be done. If it's not, so be it too. We'll just have to trust that that he believes that he has something to offer this team still. But I do believe there's still a couple of a couple of players short, if not three players. And there's definitely something in the pipeline because there's, there, I, I just can't, I refuse to believe that he's happy with what he has, basically. Yeah, I've the devil on one one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder. So I've the the devil telling me, yeah, he refused to believe, like you said, there, refused to believe he's happy with what what he has. Then I've the angel on the other shoulder going, but he's not going to spend for the sake of it, <laughs> you know. But look, once again, we've got a director of football in there, you know. Um, so it's like, and in in a lot of ways, that can be beneficial where you have somebody to say, yes, Unai, I know you can make a silk purse out of a sow's ear, but I ain't pulling. I ain't running the risk here that, that Watkins gets injured, and we've got and we've to start playing somebody up front, or that we have to drag somebody back from that's out on loan, like a Louis Barry or somebody like that, like we did with Bertrand Traore last year. Like remember, we were really we would have been really fucked if Bertrand Traore didn't come back last year, and we wouldn't be in Europe mm. if Bertrand Traore didn't come back last year and score that super goal against Leicester. You know, yeah. so we 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 rolled our luck with injuries, and even when and we got them. Bertrand Troy stepped up for that one game or two games. I think he scored two goals and that was it. 
you know, we can't run that risk this this year again. And I don't, we I don't, very I don't, well do it. I don't believe it's the end of the outgoings either. We were looking at Philogene Bidace potentially going along with Keenan Davis. So there there has to be something in the pipeline. I think God knows be, yeah. God knows what that is. I think there could be something in Clement Anglais. Ooh, Clement Longley. He's a bit of a mouthful, that one, isn't he? Langley. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that Longley, no? No, it is Ling. It is Longley. Yeah, yeah. I was saying lend let because because I was going to make a joke then. Said that we we probably sign him on loan, and, and and I'm okay. I think I think we might sign. We might like we might bring in two players, and both of them might be on loan. Fine. Well, you can only have a certain amount of loan players, can't you? Is it yeah. three? And we, what have, what have we? Is it just one we have at the moment? in Zaniolo is he the only loan player? Zaniolo. Saying yeah. I was doing no clearing. Um, yeah, all the rest of them were, yeah. were purchases. How many fill fill there, Paddy? And uh, <laughs> yeah, and and look, bring bringing in two two loan to boys wouldn't be a bad option either. So we'll. we'll uh, I I I I, st- I I think you're right. I think he will bring in a striker. Langley will will help him out in a in a couple of different positions there, and it makes it's kind of a sensible signing if it happens. Providing the 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 maths are not astronomical, mm-hmm. um, and then and then maybe one more, um, because we still haven't we still haven't talked about uh, about the fact that it could be, uh, we could be losing another left back as well. So I'm hoping no, not. I got some, I got some grief on social media for saying that I wouldn't let him go. I, I still believe that. I think. We we have to we have to wear big boys trousers now with big boys pockets and pay mm. these players what what they're due and if somebody has chosen to spend them that money, there we go. Premier League clubs may not register more than two players on loan at any one time. The maximum number of loans registrable registrable in the same season is four, and under no circumstance, Paddy, shall more than one be from the same club at any one time under no circumstance just like under no circumstance should the assistant manager be in the technical area with the, <laughs> no, no 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 under no circumstance should that happen as well yeah, yeah. so so like we, the one thing we do know for sure is that we won't be loaning any players from galatasaray before the transfer window closes so i'm i'm heartbroken i'm crestfallen um <laughs> But we, I do, I do think we will like the, the thing is watch my Clement Langley piece because uh, there's a story behind himself in Barcelona at the moment um, that is bears watching. That bears watching, put it that way. Um, anyway, I think that's really going to do it, Petty. I can't think of anything else to talk about. No problem at all. Um, uh, you have to try and find out who Captain Nugent, uh, Captain Nugget says he's related to a former Premier League referee. Can we get him well, on the podcast? The key, the key, word in there, the key word in there is former, and if he's a brummy, it could be Andre Mariner. Maybe that's just a guess. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get him on the podcast? Because I'm I'm blue in the teeth from sending messages and sending uh emails trying to find Keith Hackett's. Um, 
contact details to get him on. I wanted to see Keith Hackett and Paddy and Owen in a room because Hackett <laughs> gives it large on Twitter. And I think it could be box office if we were to do that. So if anybody does have any uh, any contact for Keith Hackett, I, I, I'd love to. And not to ambush him or anything like that. I think it'll be a genuinely good conversation because he doesn't agree with an awful lot of what refs do either. And he's a former ref himself. So mm-hmm. fair play to him. Um, Kieran O'Callaghan. Yes, uh, uh, I do have something I want to say. Anybody who's looking to come to our live podcast, or anybody who has bought a ticket for our live podcast, which is on in 10 days from today, squeaky bum time, better get stuff organized. 10 days from today, the podcast is on in Dublin, in the Laughter Lounge in Dublin. We are super looking forward to it. I joke when I say we don't have things organized. We've organized within a T. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great day, and it's going to be a great night, and we've stuff that we, that we can, uh, we will announce to people on the day as well. So it's going to be really, really nice. We look to have secured a very small limited number of tickets that will go on general sale on Thursday. Thursday, the 31st of August. It's a small number of tickets. It will be 10 or less. Um, I just wanted to throw it out there for anyone who listens to the podcast. I'm going to put it up on social media. A ton of people. We And and I don't mean, that, like, this isn't sounding cocky or anything. It's actually really, like, it's it's almost overwhelming the amount of support we've got for this. And I know we keep on saying this, but um, there will be 300 people in attendance at this thing, uh, at this live podcast. And I genuinely, hand on heart, think we could have sold four, 450, 500. The amount of people that have messaged us saying we missed out on tickets and were disappointed. And, and I must say as well, you know, unfortunately, it's an over-18s event, so if you're thinking of bringing your kids to it, unfortunately, they, they likely will not be allowed into the venue. Alcohol is, is, is on sale. Um, so There's no likely about it. Like, they definitely won't be. They won't be allowed in, yeah. They won't yeah. be allowed in. So Even, even um, my own daughter can't come, so yeah. if, if I've been warned by the venue that, that 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 will not happen. She will not get in, so unfortunately, and, there are the rules. There are the rules, yeah. So And, and what, what I'm saying is that, you know, we wish everybody could come. And we wish we had another 200 tickets to sell, but we will have some more that will go on sale. They'll be on general sale and they'll be on general sale on Thursday um, in and around the time of the match. So I'll put it up on social media. I'm going to try and put them for sale for 6 p.m. on Thursday, give people time to uh, to, to know a time so they can get on and, and try and get them. Um, but uh, we've tried, we've squo- we've squo- squoze, we've squeezed every last available square foot out of this venue, I think, for ticketing. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and thank you so much to everybody for all the support and all the well wishes that you've given us with regards to messages. And we're really looking forward to putting it on. Um, it's going to be going to be a great gig. And uh, as I say, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. On, I, think we can say, I think we can safely say it won't be the last one either. Hopefully, hopefully, unless it, it uh, doesn't fall on his arse on the day, but <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll go and have fight. some fun. We'll go and have some fun, and and, and uh, hopefully, we'll we'll have many more of these that that people can come enjoy. Uh, yeah. Mister Nugent said his his related to Alan Wiley. Al- 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 <laughs> Here you go. He, I don't know where Alan Al- Wiley is from. Yeah, <laughs> Kieran O'Callaghan says, "Guys, do I need a translator for the live podcast? Brummy to Irish, Irish to Brummy. Uh, there will be Brummy sign language on the day. Um, that's what we're going to do. Uh, uh, off to the side, just in a little box, like you see on uh, on uh, on late night music videos and stuff like that. So you know, I'm only joking. Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be too drunk anyway, Kieran, to understand what we're saying. So it won't be it won't be the translation that you need at all. Um, anyway." 
we're digressing really, really now. Uh, looking forward to Villa and Hibs, as I say. One of the, the team she, a team she tantrum, tantrum I'm really looking forward to. Keep an eye on YouTube and on social media for the timing. Uh, probably about uh, 6.45, we go, I'll go live uh, for that team she tantrum. And we'll be back, bang on full-time for a uh, full-time whistle. Full a full time whistle um match review as well. So uh, look forward to that. And if you guys look like what you see tonight and like what you see every time, come join us as well. Be delighted to get your opinions on it. Um, but thanks very much, everybody. Really appreciate everything you do for the podcast. Really appreciate it, you giving us your time. Um, thumbs up, subscriptions, all that kind of jazz. Um, we're actually I think we reached six thousand three hundred subs on on YouTube, which uh, is brilliant. And thank you so much to every single one of you. And uh, the the Road to 10K is what, I, what I'm going calling it. Uh, we'll get there at some stage, maybe 20 years' time, Paddy. But uh, we'll get there. Uh, that's that's all, my, my... It's all about quality, not quantity, Neil. And we, yeah, got, exactly. Got a, yeah, we, we have the we've best... Got an we, amazing, we, we, amazing parish following us. Exactly. And that, that's all that matters. Exactly. And and plus, I do hold a sneaky um, wish to be the oldest Villa podcaster. Um, they, they're still going. Uh, when, so when, when am I retiring, though? <laughs> I have, I have to. I, I just hope I outlive you, Paddy. That's all it is. I'm hoping I outlive you. <laughs> right, we're really, we're really digressing. <laughs> it's getting morbid now. <laughs> right, yo, everyone. We're going to see you again on Thursday for Team Sheet Tantrum. In the meantime, thank you so much. Um, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.